Hi, um, listen, I'm so sorry, but um, my show ain't ready. We've tried absolutely everything that we can to put it together in time and for it to be good enough for you, but we've been absolutely destroyed by delivery delays and COVID. Half my crew, half my team are down with COVID, they still are. And it's been impossible to finish the show. And I can't give you what I have right now. Um, and I'm gutted, I'm gutted, and I'm sorry it's so last minute. We've been awake for over 30 hours now trying to figure it out and we've run out of time and I'm so upset and I'm really embarrassed and I'm so sorry to everyone that's travelled again. I'm really, really sorry. I'm really sorry. Um, we're on it. We're going to reschedule all of the dates. We're on it right now. Um, and I'm going to finish my show and I'm going to get it to where it's supposed to be. Now, Fia, I'm so, I'm so sorry it's been impossible. We've been up against so much and it just ain't ready. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. Well, if you haven't heard the news, then, well, now you have. And that is, of course, a very, very, um... Distraught and, to quote E! News' article, gutted Adele, postponing her entire Las Vegas residency due to impersonable, impossible, you know, impersonable too, impossible hurdles, which is sort of the big story I have for you guys um, that came across my desk. And I was really sad watching that video, and we're going to talk all about that, have a little bit of Kanye news, a little bit of Paris Hilton news, and then, of course, I'm going to end our uh, week off with the episode eight and just like that, uh, recap, which I, you know, very much enjoyed. But before I get into all of our stories of the day, I just want to say good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. It's I, Andrew DeVitri, the mistress of pop culture, still here in Florida on vacay, enjoying myself some sun, a little bit of rain, showers, and uh, a little bit of R&R. Um, while well, I'm uh, on vacation for the weekend, and I'm going to head home back to Los Angeles. And I do a show Thursday um, because, well, I was tired, and also I had... A bunch of other stuff I had to do. I had to film like 16 videos for TikTok, which is actually time-consuming. On the contrary to what people may think, it's very time-consuming. But I like working hard and I like spending time with my craft. And my craft is editing and recording and filming and shooting and, you know, all the great stuff that I do. And I'm very grateful to have the job that I do. But um, aside from that, not much to do since we last chatted. Uh, I hope everybody's having a great week and I hope everybody's as excited I am for the freaking weekend, baby, because girl needs to like relax. I'm going to have a show Monday because I don't leave uh, till Monday night. So I'll definitely be able to get something out for you. Um, but aside from that, let's, let's get into our story. I'm just like staring, by the way, before I start our stories, I'm staring at myself in the mirror right now and I just realized... I definitely need to get my eyebrows done. I definitely need a haircut. When I go on vacation, I literally let myself go, which I actually really like because usually I'm very capped and snatched and like I have my face done and my brows done and my eyes done and my beard cleanly shaven. It's like, but when I go on vacation, I literally let myself go because I don't do that in my day-to-day life. But when you're on vacation, it's like, who cares what you look like? Just relax, darling. Just, you know, kick it and do it. But let me tell you, <laughs> I ain't looking good. <laughs> that's like saying something for me. But that's just my humble opinion. Um, okay, let's get into our first story of the day. 
Obviously, I just played for you the really um, sad video that Adele posted to her Instagram where she announces uh, the postponement of her Vegas residency, which I know legions of fans were really excited about, but we are in crazy times, we're in a pandemic, and um, I totally, totally understand it. So Adele will no longer be rolling in the deep with her massive fan base. The singer posted a video of herself fighting back tears and revealing that she's postponing her upcoming Las Vegas residency weekends with Adele. Quote, and this is what the video was just in the video. Listen, I'm so sorry, but my show ain't ready, she said on Thursday, January 20th, one day before the concert was set to open at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. Quote, we've tried absolutely everything that we can to pull it together in time for it to be good enough for you, but we've seen, but we've been, excuse me, absolutely destroyed by delivery delays and COVID. Adele, who said she feels, quote, so upset and really embarrassed, explained that Half our team has COVID. Quote, it's been impossible to finish the show, she said, before breaking down. I'm gutted and I'm so sorry it's last minute. We've been away for over 30 hours, as she said in the video, trying to figure it out. Um, the Easy On Me artist who recently dropped her instant hit, 30, which I loved, is working to reschedule the residency. She added, quote, I'm going to finish my show and I'm going to get to where it's supposed to be. I'm so sorry it's been impossible. Weekends with Adele was set to run through April 16th with two shows each weekend. Caesars Palace later issued a statement saying that they, quote, fully support the Grammy winner and they are, quote, confident that the show eventually, that she, that the show she eventually unveils will be extraordinary, which I believe too. The venue wrote, quote, we understand the disappointed surrounding the postponement of the Weekends with Adele. Adele is an incredible artist, supremely dedicated um, to her music and her fans. Creating a show of this magnitude is incredibly complex. Well, they didn't, uh, I, I didn't actually go to the Caesars Palace website to see if um, there were issue refunds, but I can't imagine Adele would not offer that, given the circumstances and given the fact that we're in a global pandemic still and, you know, things are really up in the air. Um, but I do have to say, if you haven't checked out the video, it's really raw, it's really organic, it's very honest. <clears throat> Hold on one second, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bark to the side. <clears throat> see, I'm like really emotional about this. Um... She, it, it doesn't seem like fluff. It doesn't seem like she's forcing it. It's not like crocodile tears. It's legitimate, like, she's heartbroken. And I mean, this is, I mean, a very difficult time for everybody, of course. But, you know, Adele just had this incredible album. And I feel like she was really ready to get back out there and, you know, bring joy and happiness to all of her fans who live for her music. But, yeah, I mean, delays. I mean, everybody knows, you know, if you order something online or you're, you know, trying to get furniture or something, there's massive delays because of the shipments and we're in a global pandemic, so it's kind of like, I don't know. But one thing Adele should not feel is embarrassed because everybody's going through tough times and those who, you know, put up the facade that they're not, everybody's going through something. So um, I, I got to say, I think a lot of uh, celebrities and musicians and artists and actors and actresses and, you know, performers of all sorts should take, um, should should, you know, watch this video and take lead from her because... This is how you handle not, you know, being able to deliver. You're honest. You're, you're, you know, she, she literally just said, we tried. It's not ready for you. I, I just can't give it to you. And that's, that's living proof that this woman is not just going to put on a show, to put on a show to get a paycheck, but she actually is genuinely not ready. Um... I had a thought, in the words of Carrie Bradshaw, I had a thought that day. Uh, I had a thought that... Although I did, I, I personally knew that the show was sold out and I didn't have tickets to go. Maybe since she's postponing it, um, she'll add in more shows because so many people won't be able to make it. And, uh, you know, when you change dates, people obviously have other commitments and obligations. So I, um, 
I hope that some tickets open up because I would love to go see her because she's so talented and um, I just respect her. I really respect her. This is the this is a very admirable, honest thing to do. So, um, in the words of Miss Mary J. Blige, "Don't need no hate oration, holleration." By the way, speaking of Queen Mary J. Bilge, Mary J. Bilge, if you know, you know. If you don't know, then I highly suggest you get a subscription to HBO Max and watch watch, watch the comeback. Uh, Valerie goes to Palm Springs, season one. <laughs> My God. The, like, useless knowledge I have in my head. You know, it's not useless because this is the kind of information that I care about and this is the kind of information that gives me a paycheck to be able to feed myself. <laughs> well, that and, like, my family. That's like, well, I'm not going to give that up. But anyways, um, this brings us to our second story of the day, uh, also from, well, no, TMZ. The first story was from Eonline. Uh, Kanye West, I'm an, amazing fa- I'm an amazing father. Check out my minivan. Okay, so Kanye, one of my favorite celebrities of all time and somebody who's literally making headlines left and right because he is just that relevant in a good way. Well... Yeah, in a good way. Um, I was spotted out at the commons in Calabasas. And I live in LA and my best friend's parents live in Calabasas. Now, I live in West Hollywood, which is about... Well, I live in the city. Calabasas is the valley. It's the upper echelon. The Kardashians live there. Well, they used to live there. Now, they live in Hidden Hills. But Kanye was spotted at this vet, this outdoor area called um, the commons, which has Barnes & Nobles, restaurants, Starbucks, some pizza places, a great place. I have a great um, breakfast place that I go to every so often. So I... My car, I got my car from Calabasas. I lease it. And I'm actually going there this week on, well, I'm not going to tell you what day. But I'm going to get my car serviced. Um, and I'm going to go to the commons and maybe I'll see Kanye. But anyways, he was paparazzi walking out, you know, being cool. And, uh, you know, he was actually warm. Because, you know, it's hit or miss with Kanye and the paparazzi. But this time it was a hit. Kanye West will give you a fist bump if you call him, quote, an amazing father. As one fan found while out with, well, out, um, while well, Easy was out grabbing some ice cream. The bizarre interaction went down Thursday in Calabasas where Ye hit up an ice cream shop after a doctor's visit. Kanye's licking his ice cream cone and answering a paparazzi's question about the death of fashion icon Andre Leon Talley, when suddenly someone comes up and praises Kanye's father's skills. Ye perks up and gives the dude a fist bump, telling him he loves the praise and appreciates the recognition. Kanye then gets behind the wheel of his whip, which turns out, and this is why this story is a story, and this was the headline, a minivan, I think we're all shocked to see that, seems like he's got plenty of room for North, Psalm, Saint, and Chicago to ride back. Okay, so this is really interesting because we've seen Kanye in his like Lamborghinis, Ferraris, you know, all his fancy cars because he's a billionaire, you know, he's the richest black man in America. Self-proclaimed, but also it's fact. I was really cackling when I saw him in this car because Kanye West, man of the people, like, and I, I'm going to tell you something. When I was a kid, my dream car was a minivan. Like, no joke. I was obsessed with it. I always wanted one. Like, I would be so jealous of my friends that had that red one with the door that opened. And then eventually when, like, uh, technology got better with the button that opens it and, like, closes, it's so cool. And then it was like, okay, well, I don't think I can ever have a minivan because, A, I, like, don't know where to even get them and be like, I need a, I just like a smaller car. But like a fancy car, because I'm like very bougie like that. I'm not, I'm not judging you, and I'm not, you can't judge me, because you know what? I like what I like, and I said what I said in the words of New Leagues. But to see Kanye West, a man who is just so luxe and posh and fabulous and bougie in a way, in a good way, in a great way, self-made man, though, so it's okay. It was really interesting to see him driving the silver van. And I'm saying to myself, maybe Kanye wants to do this, because this article ends with BTW, Kanye West dropped a new song where he calls his kids spoiled, rapping about how they're raised by nannies and TV cameras, something about ramen noodles on the top shelf, a metaphor for like, you know, get your own food and figure it out yourself. Um, so maybe Kanye's changing. Maybe he doesn't, but the fact that he just bought a $52 million mansion in Malibu, which by the way, I just saw TikTok about that and was reminded of that. And I was like, oh my God, maybe he wants to be like more humble and, you know, teach his kids that, you know, that the world is hard. And obviously Kim's very fabulous and iconic and glamorous. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe he wants to raise his kids to be more uh, humble or whatever. I don't know. But I love to see Kanye out and about and happy. Because if Kanye's happy, 
I'm happy because the news articles are positive. This brings us to our third star of the day, speaking of fabulous and iconic people. Paris Hilton says, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson are, quote, so cute together. Love to see Ms. Paris Hilton supporting her, well, I want to say one of her besties. Um, longtime, lifelong friend. Kim, by the way, this photo, that page six that they use of Paris, I've never seen I mean, Paris is beautiful, but she looks beautiful in this photo. Skin glowing, teeth perfect. Oh my God, she's beautiful. Okay. <sighs> Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson have received the stamp of approval from Kardashian's former bestie, Paris Hilton. Quote, I'm so happy to see her happy, Hilton 40 told Access Hollywood Wednesday. She looks so beautiful and smiling, and I think they're just so cute together. She went on to praise, quote, funny guys like Saturday Night Live player Davidson 28, calling them, quote, awesome for their ability to, quote, make you laugh and put you in a good mood. It's just good vibes, so it's really just cute. Kardashian was in attendance at, as Hilton married her beau, Carter Room, back in November. Iconic wedding. Um, the blonde and brunette beauties have been friends for years. Fans will remember the keeping up with the Kardashian star worked as Hilton's wardrobe organizer before solidifying her own fame. Um, by the way, I mean, I read an article that Paris Hilton's Netflix show, Cooking with Paris, was canceled after one season, which is a huge bummer. Netflix has billions and billions and billions of dollars to shell out. So come on, come on, give Paris another season. I'm going to, you know, advocate for that. Not that Paris needs the money or any more fame because girl is so famous and girl is so wealthy, but no, come on, give Paris, don't do that to Paris. Um, or another streaming service should give it to Paris. Maybe Paris will move to Hulu. Maybe Hulu would be the great home for Kimmy and Paris, like two besties on one network. Um... By the way, I just had a thought about something. I was talking about Paris cooking Netflix. Oh, I saw on Instagram today. Uh, as you guys know, I'm a huge fan of The Crown. And season five of The Crown is coming out next year. Um, and I've seen th- most of the photos that are coming out of The Crown is uh, Elizabeth Debicki, who you might know from The Great Gatsby, the Leonardo DiCaprio, Tommy McGuire version. She played Jordan, Jordan something, the brunette. Beautiful. Anyways, and she was also in Guardians of the Galaxy as that like, gold lady. <laughs> like, iconic. Um, she's playing the late... Princess Diana, Princess Di, and she literally looks like a spitting image of her, so I'm really, I'm very much looking forward to seeing seeing the next season of The Crown. Um, love it. But anyways, uh, yeah, love to see Paris supporting, you know, Kimmy Kims, and um, you know, if Kim K ever gets married again, not saying it's going to be Pete, but if she ever did get married again, I can't wait to see Kim at Paris at Kim's wedding. It would be awesome. And just like that, we're at our final story of the day, which of course is the recap of episode eight of the iconic HBO Max series. And just like that, which I got to tell you, it's getting a lot of controversy on social media, news outlets, TikTok, where, um, you know, I really am like down a deep rabbit hole of, uh, and just like that videos because I'm obsessed and I love it. And I love how SJP back on my screen and of course, Cynthia and, um, Kristen Davis and newbie Sarita Chowdhury, Karen Pittman, um, the wonderful actress who plays Lisa Todd Wexley. I love having Evan Handler back. Um, love having Steve back. All the boys. Anthony. <clears throat> but anyways, this is articles from Vulture. And just like that, recap. The Hobbs rom-com. Okay, spoiler alert. If you haven't watched the episode, this is a bit of a recap. It's a little bit, it was a little bit cringy. But you know what? That's what makes this show so great. Because it's definitely pushing the envelope in, in terms of making the show more woke. Which I think is... Uh, feeding the appetite of the former version, Sex and the City, which lacked a lot of diversity and very important social issues that are now being addressed in this modern-day world that mirrors what is actually going on in the world. Um, which, it's, it's in with the times. I mean, if people are thinking that's cringeworthy, then, cringeworthy, then you're, you're going to be watching a fantastical show that really is not speaking truth. But I think 
this new chapter of Sex and the City, they're not calling it a reboot, they're calling it a new chapter, uh, wants to, you know, dot all the I's and cross all the T's of, of, of being really real and raw about what's going on, mirroring our world right now. So, <clears throat> I'm sorry, hold on one sec. <clears throat> I need some water, but I don't have time. I personally think they're doing a great job with that. Anyways, okay, here's a bit of a recap. When Che Diaz, played by the iconic Sara Ramirez, um, is the only one around to reason with you, you know things are dire. Honestly, having the most mystifying character in the entire show be the one to remind Miranda that she's... Remind Miranda... Remind Miranda... It's a bit of a tongue twister. That she's being an utterly shitty person. Um, tracks. The Miranda stuff has been a mess from the beginning, and much of it that, much of it that stems from the fact that Miranda... And it just like that seems to have zero connection to the Miranda and the sex in the city. Um, Carrie has more than once said, uh, Carrie has more than once said things to the effect of not knowing who Miranda is anymore. Um, and I feel like it's way past time for these friends to have an actual conversation about this. It's great that Miranda is having a sexual awakening and feeling alive and free and finally feels like she's beginning to understand who she is. That is all great, but she's doing it all at the expense of several other people, even the person she is supposedly in love with. And that doesn't seem to cross her mind at any point. Sure, most of the characters in this show are self-involved, but this is a new level, even a reason for finally telling Steve, which, by the way, happens at the end of the episode, and it's an amazing scene. And the acting from David Einberg, who plays Steve Brady, is so good. You know, a lot of fans have been unhappy with Steve's storyline, hearing aids, and, you know, acting like an older guy. But it's actually true, because uh, I've read many articles where the actor said uh, when he was asked to come back to the show, the first thing he told Michael Patrick King, who's the writer-creator, one of the writer-director of the show, is that I have hearing aids now. So they just are literally incorporating what's going on in everybody's lives into their storylines. Not everybody, but you know what I'm saying. But that scene where Miranda tells him is so good. It's so good. It's, um, it's heartbreaking, you know? It tugs at your heartstrings. By the way, this piece is sort of like a personal opinion article. Um, but I do just say one thing and add an addendum to what I just read about Miranda and her sexual awakening. Yeah, okay. There may not be a connection to the Miranda Hobbs from the series, but people evolve and a lot of people change. And I think Carrie's changed. I mean, she's not running around like there's a, you know, a TikTok. Uh, I mean, if you're not on TikTok, you might not you know, have seen these videos. Maybe you have. Um, I don't want to assume anything, but there's a lot of funny TikTok videos of people making the Carrie Bradshaw. She, like, runs a very, like, you know, in her heels. She sort of, like, leaps like a gazelle. She did that their Sex and the City days. She's not doing that now, obviously, because of her hips. She's older and whatnot. Also, in um, episode eight, it was, it, it was an iconic scene. I know I'm all over the place because now I'm really, like, getting excited. I'm probably going to watch the episode once again before I go to bed because I'm obsessed. Um, there's a scene at the beginning of the episode where Sarita Chowdhury, who plays new, uh, Carrie's new bestie, Seema Patel, the most fabulous, iconic character, I think, of the newbies. Love her so much. Um, Carrie is showing her all of her archive wardrobe from the original series, because as we all know, Sarah Jessica Parker kept every piece of clothing from the original show, which is so cool. And Carrie pulls out, SJP pulls out the dress that she wore in Paris when she's waiting for Alexander, Alexander Petrovsky, but he doesn't end up showing up, and she's lying in the bed in the big cupcake gray uh, Versace gown, and she pulls it out, and it is a magical moment. Um, you see two penises in the episode, one penis of a random neighbor, and um, Harry Goldenblatt's penis, which was very shocking, because you see Charlotte York Goldenblatt on her knees, get, about, to giving her, about to give her husband, you know, a little something, something, and then Lily walks in and... <laughs> It was shocking, honey. I mean, Charlotte's also evolved. Like, the Charlotte York in the series would never have done that. I mean, she did, but in private, but, like, never on camera. So, Charlotte's changing, too. Everybody's changing. Everybody's growing up. Yes, Samantha's absence is still felt, but they're definitely compensating in ways that are, like, okay, in my opinion. I mean, I, I think it's great. 
Um, what else happened in the episode? I'm just trying to rack my brain. Yeah, it's, it's just like about... They're, they're all in a different stage of their lives. And I like that. Carrie's still living in that gorgeous apartment. I hope it... So there's, there's nine and ten left. So there's two more episodes of the season. And I'm really, really hoping that they get picked up for a season two. Even just like that. Because I think we need it. And it's like... Everybody has their problems with it. But nobody... Everybody's talking about it. Which means they're getting eyeballs of viewership. And, you know, I hope it's... I, hope, I just really... If anyone from HBO Max is listening to this, please renew the show. I beg of you. I implore you. Please renew this show. And that's my thoughts on that. I mean, there's more in this Vulture article. I'm obviously going to provide the link in, you know, my little bibliography of every episode that I do. My bibliography is from college. Ugh, roll eyes emoji. But it's a great show, so I highly suggest you check it out. So, with that being said, that's our Friday episode, everybody. Thank you so much, as always, for tuning in. I'm Andrew Dimitri, the mistress of pop culture. You can stream my podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Southwest Radio, iTunes, Podcast app on the iPhone, basically anywhere podcast stream. Have a great weekend, a safe weekend. Watch TV, watch the movies, kick your heels off, enjoy yourself, live, honey. It's a freaking weekend. I'll be back on Monday with some more stories. All right, everybody, have a good one. Bye.